Hello and welcome to a special festive episode of 99 Problems But A Boss Ain't One. I'm Katie Carlisle from The Wheel Exists, one of your co-hosts of this podcast. And I'm your other co-host, Michelle Pratt of Dive Deeper Development Training and Coaching. And we're recording this out and about, on location if you will, because we're about to go out on our freelance folk Christmas do this afternoon. Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to talk all about all about things Christmas for freelancers. As a freelancer, how do you handle uh, Christmas, the festive period, we'll call it, to, exactly. to include yeah. everybody yeah. as if well. If you don't celebrate Christmas, because actually, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, a lot of people around you are probably slowing down and kind of getting ready for a couple of weeks of quiet time or family time. Absolutely. Over the, over the holidays. And it has an impact on your work cycle anyway. Exactly. So we'll, we'll discuss how you do this. Now, we're off to our freelance folk Christmas do this afternoon, which is great news for us because one of the best things about being self-employed is that you don't have any colleagues for some people anyway. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> no office politics, uh, no one slowing you down. But of course, one of the downsides is you don't have any colleagues, which means no Christmas party paid for by an employer and uh, no one to go do your Christmas drinking with if you are feeling a little bit isolated so Katie we, we've talked about our do I say our do you organized it um, it's the freelance freight Christmas do so what was it that um, was important to you about organizing a Christmas social for a group of people who've chosen to be self-employed well the first thing I'm going to just clarify is that I'm not paying for everybody so no, we no, do you're still not. have yes. the problem of yes. not having our stuff paid for by an employer so I haven't worked that maybe next year we can get some sponsorship and, and get that get that paid for that would be good wouldn't it <laughs> Our Christmas lunch is brought to you by. <laughs> um, but I think for me, the whole point of Freelance Folk was bringing people together at times when they feel a bit isolated because of being freelance. And I think that at Christmas, it, it does, you know, Christmas does make you feel more isolated when you can see friends and partners and family going off and doing kind of fun stuff with their colleagues. And you're like, oh, I've got no one to celebrate with. I'm you feel just, a bit left out, yeah, aren't you? exactly. And I think as well, you know, with with freelance folk, we've got some people that come every week. We've got some people who kind of drop in and out, and we've got some people that, you know, the Friday afternoons don't always work so well for. But we know them from drinks, or we know them from other walks of life, and they're very much part of the community. And so I think it's nice to have something which allows people to kind of all sit down together and catch up and you know it's a day it's one day in the year that people can make a bit more of an effort to make sure that they're coming along to and plan ahead and let clients know they won't be available that afternoon and um, so I think it's it's just a really nice way to kind of bring together all the people who are in the community and you know have a nice informal thing and maybe look back a little bit you know across the year see what's you know gone well have a bit of a chat and just yeah just have a nice time together before before people start heading off for their festive plans. Yeah, it's, it's kind of important. I mean, some people might not be that bothered, and we'll talk about things other than Christmas parties in this podcast, but I do, I do think that it's quite a fun thing to do. I remember the first year I was freelance, and I didn't have any uh, festive dues to, to go to, and I felt a bit left out. But now I've been going for a few years, I've found that actually it's a great way to connect with people, whether that's clients or just other freelancers or other p businesses that might be useful in terms of my connections. And this year I've just got uh, loads. So although you don't have any colleagues or employer paying for the meal, uh, what it's enabled me to do is choose who I have my festive celebrations with. And actually that power to choose is really good. So I've ended up going um, using this time to reconnect and uh, with a charity that I volunteer with so I went to that Christmas party there's a freelance folk one I've been to a great one yesterday which was kind of like a CPD or a personal development uh, 
uh, event slash end of year review to up for 2009 with a client of mine and a few different events like this. So although work-wise Christmas can be a little bit quieter, it's been a really good opportunity to, I don't know, just build on some of those relationships, to take stock, but also get to know um, some of my clients or associates in a bit more of a, an informal way as well, which is really nice. I think nice. that's it, yeah, because actually normally, you know, with freelance folk, we have the co-working sessions, so we are, you know, we are all there with our work hats on a little bit more, and, you know, we've got our computers, and sometimes people have got deadlines and things, and so, yeah, the Christmas do is literally just about, you know, having that, that chat, and that's something nice to eat, something, you know, a few drinks, and just having a nice way to connect with people, and actually, there's a few people who can't make it for the meal but that are joining us later for drinks so it's a kind of a nice way of welcoming people back into the fold even if maybe they've gone on to different things and aren't coming that often it's a nice way to catch up with people and actually you never know when something might come out of those connections and so it's worth you know as much as it doesn't feel like work because it's fun it is you know it's still building on those relationships and that's ultimately what helps you to grow your business I think yeah sometimes it's that non-work chat or non non air quote again podcast yeah. non-productive <laughs> uh, non-work focused chat that actually where some of the, the best connections or some of the best work gets done yeah but that's enough about parting for now let's talk about the business stuff um so Katie you've been a freelancer a lot longer than me so just tell us about some of the potential problems that you have as a freelancer over Christmas because it is quieter and um we can share some tips about how we might manage it but Tell us your experience to begin with. Yeah, so I think that I think there's a few things to think about. You know, if this is your first, if you're coming into your first year, it'll be a bit different to if you've been doing it for a few years. Um, I think there's a few questions that you need to ask yourself about how you deal with the Christmas break and the fact that December is, you know, a much shorter month effectively, especially I think this year because the Friday falls on the 21st and that's kind of a logical time to stop. So actually most people are probably finishing work on the 21st. So then you've got a good two weeks before you're starting up again in January. So I think one of the things to think about is, you know, do you want to take a break over Christmas? Um, you might feel under pressure to keep working or you might feel under pressure to take a break. So how, you know, how do you deal with that? Um, if you've got more family and friends around and more commitments than you're used to, again, how do you balance that if you do want to do work? But also how can you make the most of the fact that maybe it might be a bit quieter in terms of client work? So what can you do to actually take advantage of that? And how, to, how can you factor in, if it is quiet, how can you factor that in financially and make sure that you're doing okay financially? So I think those are some of the questions that we'll talk about in this episode yeah. that we can address. And it's worth thinking about because you don't want to get to December and think, oh, dear God, I've, now, I'm, really <laughs> quite, I'm unseasonably quiet. What do yeah, I do myself? Yeah. And I think the other thing is actually managing expectations of clients. So depending on who you work with, they might actually be continuing to work over Christmas and they might have an expectation that you will be available in, in between, you know, especially that time in between Christmas and New Year. So if you're not, so it's about managing those expectations too. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so are you going to be working, I'll ask you, are you going to be working over the Christmas period? Um, I will, but not doing client work probably, I'd say. So um, I, I quite like, the, I, I really like the time in between Christmas and New Year because it feels like a bit of a, a luxury time because most of clients aren't working it feels like it's a time for me to then really kind of like I'm almost making a kind of like snuggling hugging movement here and that's what it feels like is, is that time for me to really kind of sit down you know like kind of sit down I always think, thinking of sitting down in front of the fire very specifically as well um, and actually spend some time on my business and think about what I want to achieve the next year 
So almost a chance to get a head start on some of my new year kind of January planning. Um, so, you know, um, me, me and you, Michelle, plus another one of our freelance friends, we're doing a little start of the year planning strategy session in January. So for me, I would use some of the Christmas time to get a head start on that. Um, I run a business with my partner as well. So both of us will be probably working on our joint business over Christmas. And so it doesn't feel like work because we're still spending time together. Um, but we will, you know, we'll be doing some planning and some, yeah, work around that as well. So I actually don't particularly say, oh, I'm not working at all over Christmas, because there are the odd, the, the odd day. Actually, it's my birthday in between Christmas and New Year as well, so I don't have as much time because I've got that and my partner's birthday is on New Year's Eve, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a non-stop party season for us, but in between there are a couple of days where we can do a few bits and pieces yeah. and I quite like that because I find it's quite a nice because I'm terrible at making time for that sort of development side of the business it's working on your business not exactly, in your business isn't it exactly. and it does and like you say it feels less like work when you're working on your business yeah now what about you Michelle I, I am going to take I am going to take a break and not do work this year I feel like I could desperately do with maybe doing work on my business in that in that time and I may take some time to do it but um, again even if you're self-employed those around you might not be and so my wife uh, my family my friends they're all taking this time off and so for me it will be a complete break for work um, I want it to be to be fair I do like to have a break just a total clean break it's the one time of the year where there's not many people to do business with in, yeah. in what I do um, and also as I say my friends and family are off so this is a kind of one time of the year where you know for sure I'll be able to see everybody spend time with everybody reconnect with friends and family so although it's tempting to do some work and it is very tempting I will be taking a break I think just so will you have it out, out of office on I have it out of office yeah. on of course you know if anyone if a client desperately needed like a phone call email of course I would but um, to be honest I will be out and about yeah. uh, I'll be traveling the country on my big uh, road trip that we do every year and we'll be using that time just to just to chill out and totally disconnect, which I think is quite valuable. Yeah, um, I think so as well. I think it's that balance, isn't it? So I'll definitely have um, you know a few a few days where I'm just stuffing my face and watching terrible Christmas TV. But I think for me sometimes actually, if I spend too long not doing work, I find it really hard to get back into the mindset. <laughs> Worry, you can never work. go back. Yeah, <laughs> I really struggle. I mean, I, I you know I'm with. We've probably mentioned this in previous ones, and we'll probably talk about it as a future episode of, you know, how how do you deal with going on holiday as a freelancer? And actually, I'm I'm someone that's quite happy to check my emails while I'm on holiday, and I'll be the same over Christmas because I'd rather know what's there because my mind goes to bad places otherwise. And I'm like, uh. oh, there's bound to be a catastrophe lurking in my inbox. Whereas if I look and there's not one, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, carry on. See, I don't <laughs> like to look at all, so I, I quite happily leave it. I'll set that out of office on, and I think it's just setting that expectation with clients, is it? So um, my out of office will be on if I was expecting any phone calls or there was any sort of business coming over. And I am preparing for, for workshops and programs that I'm doing next year that come early in January. Um, but I, I know I've set just set the expectation of when the, the deadlines will fall, when the milestones will be met, and set the expectation that there won't be any output. There might be some input, but there won't be any output over that Christmas period. So those conversations have been had, to be fair. So when do you have those conversations with clients then? Um, one of the kind of just built it into the project plan. So yeah. just said, look, this is you know this is where, where the work will do. And, yeah. and actually, timing-wise in the project, that's been absolutely fine. And then with the other clients, they, they're not open over Christmas either, or they're not they haven't 
there's no work in over Christmas anyway, so it's quite easy to have those conversations. And they're, they're, they're enjoying the Christmas break as yeah. well. So that conversation was quite easy in that respect. Would you, uh, if somebody had a client opportunity where they said, oh, actually, you know, could you work on this over Christmas? Would you, would you say that actually, you know, they, they should charge an extra fee for that work just to cover mm. the fact that it's over Christmas? Or I haven't even thought about work, that, actually. Or? I mean, if it was a, an opportunity and I really wanted to do it and someone I want to work with, then I, I don't think I would charge an extra mm. fee for doing it over Christmas. I believe in um, solving the client's problem, having that relationship, working well with them. So no, I don't think you should pay a premium for un- unsociable hours <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> And so, in terms of obviously, yeah, so, you know, you've built a lot of stuff into the client's work plan and everything. Do you do any other kind of client outreach around Christmas? Do you send like newsletters out or Christmas cards or anything like that to clients? No, you know, I don't send newsletters or Christmas cards. I've received a few, and now I'm wondering if I should, <laughs> and, and I probably should. So there you go. I'm adding this to my to-do list. Yeah, it's not something that I've ever done because I think sometimes, especially in the run-up to Christmas, every second email in your inbox is a Merry Christmas generic email thing. But actually, I did get, you know, yeah, I have got a card from one of my clients and that was really lovely. A physical card, I think. Yeah, if you're gonna yeah. do it, physical card. Um, so I am wondering if yeah, mm. if, if if next year it might be nice to do something but I haven't quite decided what it would be yet. But I don't want to just clutter up people's inboxes. I'm trying to be more minimalist and that seems the opposite of that. So I'm trying to think of something that's kind of a nice recognition that that maybe adds a bit of, you know, value or brings some a bit of happiness but isn't too Family. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that one, and if we get a solution, we'll, we'll figure tell it out. You. We'll yeah, it. <laughs> join us this time next year for we've worked out how to do freelance Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've talked about the client side of things and managing client expectations, and I think most clients would understand if you're not working over the, the Christmas holidays. You mentioned Michelle. Obviously, you've you you know you've got a wife who works full time and you're, you're traveling to meet your family. How do you deal with with those and it was kind of family situations especially especially ones maybe where you're seeing families that you haven't seen in a while and you know that they're like people that don't necessarily understand exactly what you do as a freelancer and so how is your business going i know, you know? <laughs> and people ask that really well i mean people don't well sometimes they ask employed people how work is going yeah but sometimes they ask how it's i almost feel a bit under pressure if it's asked a bit too much by family and to be fair how do i respond by being a bit grumpy about it or being a bit short about <laughs> it yeah it's great thanks and then move on um but yeah i think there's definitely something about preparing for those questions because you say people don't always understand and then they ask questions like oh have you been have you been working or have you been at home? It's like, yeah, like 95% of my work at the moment is at home, yeah. <laughs> especially when it comes to December because no one wants to travel. So, yeah, I think there's a bit of psychologically preparing yourself for perhaps a few more intrusive questions about your business and perhaps I think I'm going to have to remind myself to I prepare an answer or be a bit more good-natured in my answer because it's people that care about you. Um, it's just like, how do you explain, you know, and with other, I guess with other freelancers, you'd kind of, like, they would kind of get it. Yeah, yeah. And it's quite hard. And also, I suppose the thing with family or friends sometimes is that they ask, how, have you been busy? And actually, for some people, things do quieten down over December, but that's not a panic station no, situation. No. It's not like, don't worry, I'm not going to go out of business and be on the streets. Um, it's just naturally a bit quiet at this time of year. But sometimes those conversations can be difficult. So I think just accept that they're well-meaning and perhaps come up with a very polite and patient answer. <laughs> yeah. Or a sandwich board with the whole thing. Yeah, so you yeah. only have to say it once. <laughs> that would Opticians be. chart where it gets smaller and smaller. 
And in, with family stuff as well, I mean, it sounds like obviously kind of you've decided not to work and I'm in a situation where I don't particularly have pressure not to work but, um, or to, you know, to do it either way. But have you got any suggestions for people where perhaps you actually, you know, if, if some people want to do a bit of work over Christmas but actually there's family pressure to, you know, join in with the Christmas festivities but actually you can see that it's a valuable opportunity to get some work done I think yeah I just think you've got to have that conversation I think the way I'm thinking about it is I will take a laptop home more to just do my own things for my own satisfaction really but there is always downtime at mm. Christmas I think people are either hung over or vegging out having eaten too much or, and they're sitting on the sofa or sitting there just watching naff telly so I'd probably just sit in the room but maybe have my laptop on and say look I'm not being rude but seeing as we're all just uh, having a bit of a chill yeah, I, you, know. you can still follow it. The, the movies that are on at Christmas don't require a lot of brain power to keep up with the plot generally. No. So you can still kind of follow along and, and share that experience with someone else whilst you're on your laptop. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that that's going to be your most productive time and that's maybe not when you do your really important work, but for little bits and pieces and, and just kind of, yeah, little kind of admin bits or whatever, it's pretty nice just to sit and chill out. And it's probably going to make some of those dull tasks a bit more pleasant if you're doing them in that scenario with people around definitely yeah. I think so and you can always create space to go out and take a phone call if you need to um, so yeah just just find those but I think timing is down to it and just setting expectations if you know you've got work to do just tell people and just you know be polite but also be sensitive as well if someone's cooking you dinner or if they're putting you up or if you agree to spend time together then just make sure that you're giving them the time they need as well yeah. uh, if, you only really get one family um, but there's always lots of clients somewhere along the line. So I think. <laughs> oh, that, that's it. That's a little quote of the day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's important to make the most of that time. And, I, I and think for your well being yeah. as well. Or if you're someone that kind of spends Christmas with friends rather than family, like I tend to do, then it's, you know, likewise, it's, you know, you, you've got your, well. you know, the people that you're choosing to spend time with they're probably more important to you than your clients, yes. one would imagine. For your own support network, I think it's a good time yeah. to reconnect as well. Um, and I mean, we're assuming it's, it's quiet. I mean, for some people, it, it is quiet over Christmas. Um, it depends on what kind of work you're in. If you sell things, you might be busier. Yeah. You might be rushed off your feet. If you're doing consultancy work in particular, though, it might be quiet over Christmas. It, there's less people to do business with. Um, so that quiet period can feel a little bit scary. It can feel a little bit like, oh, my God, where's the money coming from? Um, I mean, Kate, do you find it gets quieter for you? I know you're quite busy. Um, yeah, I mean, I've kind of, uh, because, because of my partner and I starting our new business, um, the plan is that from January, I'm going to be spending more time helping out with that business. And so I have been on a bit of a mission this December uh, to be like, right, okay, what, you know, I'm going to do as much work as I can in December to build up a little bit of a buffer so that come January, I don't notice that, that drop as much financially. Um, so I've actually, yeah, I've been quite busy. In the past, I actually have, I have actually taken the whole of December off client work and that's worked really well as well. So again, it depends on financially where you're up to and how much you need that time to do other stuff. So I, I love Christmas. I really like Christmas a lot. So I don't do anything till the 1st of December and then I tend to go full Christmas. So yeah, a few years ago I was like, right, I'm just, I'm not going to do any client work. I'm just going to do Christmas fun things and stuff around marketing and investing in the business. Um, and that was amazing. I actually just, you know, just did tell all my clients in advance, like, yeah, I'm not doing client work in December. And as long as you, you know, meet your deadlines to make sure you're not 
leaving anybody behind. Actually, there's only two or three usable weeks in December anyway. So if you say to people, actually, can you wait till January? They're generally happy to do that. So, I, you know, that has actually worked for me in the past. Um, nowadays, I don't tend to do that anymore. Um, so I've been, yeah, I've been quite busy because I've got a few people that have got stuff coming up early January and they want to be in a position to hit the ground running with that. Yeah. So I have had quite a few inquiries just in the last couple of weeks that have been a kind of, if we could at least make a dent in this before Christmas, that would be really helpful. So actually, I've found that I've been more busy in December than I have in September and October, which have traditionally been my busiest times of the year. Um, I think possibly because I've sort of said, right, I'm going to take on more work. And so oh, I'm not, I, don't be, I don't believe in like the secret or like attracting stuff by woo-woo or anything. But it does feel like in September I said, right, I'm not going to take on as many clients like for a little bit because I felt like I had a bit of backlog. I just wanted to kind of deal with the ones I had and everything else and setting up this new business. And then December, I kind of said, right, I'm going to take on more clients, and then more clients became available. So it's kind of that, like, I do, I think putting it out there, I guess. Yeah, and know, I think that planning is absolutely spread. key, yeah. isn't it? I, I, because some, last year, I found myself quite, quite Christmas book, was quite happy to do so. Like you say, just you can use that as productive time. So if you are finding you're a bit quiet, which is not unusual, um, then you can make use of that time. I think, to begin with, if you are quite new at being self-employed, you won't know when your seasonal peaks and troughs no, are. No, no, exactly. And it's going to take a couple of years, perhaps, before you work out when those are. But, yeah, I mean, if the, you know, any time... I would, I would love to have a quiet time now. That would be such a luxury yeah. in some ways, you know. And, actually, it's a good opportunity to start thinking about, you know, could you write some blog posts? Could you put marketing plans together? You know, schedule some social media posts, do some research... I would say do some personal development. Yes, of course, yes. In my line of work. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really great time to do the stuff, like you say, work on your business or work on yourself. Mm. So if you are feeling a little bit quiet, don't panic, put that time to good use. Um, and I think financially as well, there are ways around the fact that it's quiet because one of the things that I've had is, yeah, people are starting now to get in touch with me for work that will be at least in part carried out in January. So actually what I have been doing for some clients is saying, okay, great, um, you know, I haven't got much time to work on this before Christmas, but let me take a deposit from you, and then if I have got time to work on it over the holidays, I'll, I'll get started there. But otherwise, we'll do it in January, or you know, just book me now. With, you know, pay a, pay a kind of down payment or a, you know, fifty percent of the invoice or whatever to book my slot now for January. And people are happy to pay that to kind of know that okay, yeah, come January, they've got the peace of mind of knowing they've already got your time booked in. Um, so it doesn't even have to be. You, you know, it doesn't have to be that no money is coming in. You can still take bookings for the new year and start taking deposits for that. So there are ways to get around the fact that you're not necessarily going to be doing as much delivery in that yeah, time. Yeah, or invoicing as quite yeah, as much. Yeah, exactly. And actually, for me, again, it's, it's a nice, um, you know, the psychological end of the year. I'd say probably December and March are the times when I'm most effective at chasing up invoices that haven't been paid or remembering to invoice things that I should have invoiced for. <laughs> so use that time to chase money that you're owing. <laughs> is, is, you know, I mean, generally my clients are pretty good. I've had a couple of duds recently where I've really had to spend a bit of time trying to get that money out of them. Um, but it, overall it's good. But, you know, it's nice. Sometimes sometimes you know, the, the invoice just goes into the junk folder and they don't see it or whatever. So it's quite a nice time of the year to go, okay, right, let's see how much... I mean, I set myself a little challenge of how much I could save before the end of the year. 
So I've been quite proactive of going out and you know finding money where I can. Yeah, and do you know what? I used that time, um, I think last year, to have a bit of a declutter. And I actually sold a load of stuff on like eBay mm. and Gumtree in the run-up to Christmas. So one, I decluttered and, and got rid of a load of stuff I didn't want. But secondly, I got the cash very quickly, so I had more money. Yeah. So it was a great time to um, either make money in other ways, save money in other ways, and just, just re-rationalise a little bit yeah. and, and take care of what's going in and out. Yeah. And I think there's probably creative things that you could do to the, to kind of tap into the the kind of whole kind of Christmas quiet time of okay if it will depend on your industry of course but are there products that you could create and offer for people who will be wanting to work on their business in between Christmas and New Year so if you are a social media coach is could you you know could you offer people a downloadable plan for 2019 strategy yeah. for the new year that they can work on before Christmas because yeah. If you know, so that if they want to start, if they want to hit the ground running in January, there's some preparation to be done beforehand. So, are there products that you can create to people for people to use in that quiet time when they are maybe investing in their business that they wouldn't otherwise have paid you for? Yeah. So, depending on your industry, that'll be quite different. But you know, again, if you've got any any ideas around that, feel free to share them on social media so that we can share them with other people as well. And still, there were pride. That <laughs> uh, was the other one. So yeah, absolutely. And you know, I've, I've wanted, I've, I saw this post on LinkedIn from a lady in my network called Audrey Bodman. She does like kind of sales training and training for people, like getting them to pick up the phone, basically. And she's just she did a post this week about if it's been quiet in December or if psychologically you're just winding down in December. Mm. Her message was this. She said, now is not the time to take your foot off the gas because it's December. She said, now is really the time to have those quality conversations that will open up so many doors in 2019 because you made the effort to connect. She said, keep focus, move forward, and don't st stand still. Here's to a productive, not reactive day you choose. And I think she's so right. There are things that you can do now which are going to generate money. Um, so definitely be proactive and don't be tempted to uh, wind down over, over December if, that's, if you're not already rushed off your feet. I think you can wind down... Uh, the way I see it is I wind down from a delivery perspective, but I don't wind down from yeah. a sales and a marketing and a, and a business development and personal development perspective as well. And actually, like you, you know, I, I had actually forgotten about the personal With development, development side. I'm, I'm However, that. there is an online course that I've been meaning to do for ages, and between Christmas and New Year would be the perfect, perfect time, time to, do to get it. it done. So that is now going on my list for in between Christmas and New yeah. Year. Yeah, oh, don't so. forget that. So I don't even get me started on uh, you know, reviewing your first year or planning your next year. Maybe we'll tackle that I after think, the Christmas break. Yeah, I think so. So I think the plan is that this is going to be our final episode of this year, and we will then be back in the new year almost certainly talking about looking ahead and uh, business, planning business, and business planning and business resolutions and the like um but yeah if there's anything else that you'd like to hear us talk about we do have a list of 99 problems that we're going through but we want to make it sure it's really relevant to everybody so do get in touch with us i'm on twitter and the social media is at the wheel exists or you can also find me at freelance folk which is the community i run for freelancers who want to be alone together there we go. And you can find me on Twitter at uh, Dive Deep Depth, D-I-V-E-D-E-P-D-E-V-P, -E 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 I can't think. Uh, but that's where you can find me as well. But we'd love to know uh, a little bit more from, from you, what you'd like to see. 
Okay, so now you've heard from me and Katie about how we handle Christmas and the festive season in a, as a freelancer in an employed person's world. Um, we're going to give you an opportunity to hear from some of our fellow freelancers as well and find out how they handle Christmas. So take a listen to this and maybe they'll have some ideas or something that will resonate with you. Okay, so now we're going to speak to Marge Ainsley. So Marge, could you start by introducing yourself and your business, please? Sure, so... Um, I'm Marge, obviously, um, and I am a freelance cultural consultant, trainer and facilitator. So I basically work with museums, galleries and theatres and libraries and help them with lots of different things from marketing, visitor research, evaluation, through to um, training in specific things like marketing and evaluation. Um, yes, that's me. That's cool. So, Marge, I don't know how it works in your industry because that's quite quite niche. But uh, will you be working over Christmas, or will you be having a complete shutdown? And how have you teed that up with your clients? So, I think for me, and I've I've said this in ten years of freelancing, Christmas is really the only time I feel you can totally shut down and switch off. So. This is the first year, actually, I've not taken a whole month off. I'm working right through till the 21st of December, and that's purely because of you know, kind of different deadlines. But I think in previous years, I've took December off because it is typically quite a month for the cultural sector, and, um, and I've spent it doing business planning, looking at CPD for next year, um, doing my accounts with a mince pie, all that kind of thing. Um, so this year I'm working right through um, till the 21st and then I'll be back um, on the 7th of January. So I'll be taking two weeks off. And I have got um, five or six clients I'm working with at the moment who know that's, that's kind of, you know, I'm not going to be contactable during those, those days. And, and that's, you know, that's kind of fine with them and that's the way I've played it this year. And for me, it's just such an important time of year to have that downtime, you know, spend time with your friends, your family, whatever's going on for you. Um, but it's also, I don't know, I think other freelancers feel like this, it's a very reflective month of December. So as, as much as I will have the two weeks downtime, I'm sure in the back of my mind at some point I'll be thinking, okay, so, you know, what's worked well this year? What's not worked so well? What am I going to do differently next year? Um, so yeah, it's a very reflective month. But I'm looking forward to having a break. I'm ready for a break. Um, and I'll be certainly switching my phone well and truly off, turning my notifications off, um, taking my email off my phone and doing all those kind of things. Um, so I'm not, not distracted by it really. And then I think you kind of owe, owe it to your clients to be fresh when you get back in January. So um, when I get back on January the 7th, I'm straight up to Scotland for a, a project all week that week, which is um, which is quite nice, really. I think it's good to have something to go back to in January where you can be motivated because it's such a, I don't know about you, but it's such a miserable month, isn't it, January, in terms of the weather and everyone's feeling a bit, like, sad after Christmas. Um, so... That's something else I guess I've learned um, over the last 10 years just to, to make sure you've got stuff in and like you're ready to go in January. Oh, thanks, Mike. I love the idea that you owe it to your clients to be raring to go in January and you're full of energy. So I'll just finish on a fun question. Uh, Marge, do you have a favourite Christmas movie? Oh my goodness, you have asked totally the wrong person. I am the worst person for films. My husband will tell you this. I, I don't have any, um, I don't have any real knowledge about films, and we joke about the fact that one of the only films I've watched is one of my dinosaurs is missing. 
Um, but we do we do currently have Elf on at home. My stepson's autistic, and he finds Elf very very funny and comical. So I am um, I'm having Elf on repeat at the moment. So I'm going to have to say Elf, aren't I? Super. Cheers, Marge. So thank you very much, and have a wonderful Christmas. Okay, so now we're talking to Roland. Roland, can you introduce yourself and your business to begin with, please? Yes, I'm Roland, and with my girlfriends, I run a, a, a startup that makes software as a service, applications, and apps for mobile phones. Okay, and that's called? It's called Fraction 7. Fraction 7, fantastic. So, Roland, um, we're talking about Christmas today. When it comes to Christmas, what's your attitude? Is it is a great time to plough through and get, get ahead of the, the game, or for you, is this a time to take a break? Well, I used to think it was a time to take a break, and I used to scoff at people who was going to work through Christmas just to get an edge over the competition. But now that I am actually helping to run a startup, I'm thinking, you know what, it's actually a great time to get ahead of the game. And I'm honestly looking forward to the time between Christmas and New Year to be getting on with work and, yeah, getting ahead of the competition. Okay, fantastic. So will you be taking any time off at all or uh, are you going to just, just treat it like a normal working period? I think we're going to take uh, Christmas Day off and the 27th because that's my girlfriend's birthday and the 31st but other than that no it's just all, all work okay good I, I, so it sounds good to, to get some work done fantastic so Roland a Christmas question for you um, Brussels sprouts are they a core part of a Christmas dinner or uh, an unnecessary evil in your eyes oh they're definitely part of the Christmas dinner uh, we quite like them uh, really we were won over by Jamie Oliver's uh, as, you know shredded uh, Brussels sprout recipe delicious Fantastic. Any other Jamie Oliver recipes you'd recommend? Because I'm quite keen to know. <laughs> Definitely the roast potatoes. The way he does them, they are the best. There's a little trick of parboiling them and then slightly mashing them just to get those crispy edges. Fantastic. Can't fault it. Right, that's, that's my weekend sorted. <laughs> Cheers, Roland. Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna, now we're going to speak to Sarah. So, Sarah, would you just like to start by introducing yourself? Hello, my name is Sarah Benaisa. Uh, I'm a freelance writer, um, so I mainly deal with content and communications. Um, I also write poetry and creative stories. Okay, quite. And, and Sarah, is it busy for you this time of year? What are you doing over Christmas? Are you going to uh, be working full on over the Christmas period or are you taking some time out? Well, um, actually, normally December is a really slow period, I think, because people are winding down and in a marketing sense, people have already done their promotional work in November for December. So in general, it's normally quite quiet. But this year, I'm not sure quite why, but I'm very busy. So clients have come to me and said, I want this immediately. And it's not around Christmas themes. So that's probably why as well. It's about the new year and preparing for that. So I'm very busy. I'm actually going to have to work right up to Christmas, actually. Um, I've decided to take Christmas holidays off just because um, all my friends and family aren't freelancers. Like, I have some freelance friends, but mostly not. And um, I just think it's a, the right opportunity to, to actually take some time off and not feel that classic freelance guilt of uh, you know, taking too many holidays. So I'm going to do that. I probably will look at emails and maybe do an odd job here and there, but I'm gonna, I am going to try and take a good chunk off. Yeah, it's good to have a bit of a break. Um, do you do anything Christmassy with your clients, like a newsletter or cards, or uh, do you just kind of do that verbally? I don't know. Do you know what? I don't. I probably should, as someone who works in marketing. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I don't. But um, I obviously wish them Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, no, I actually don't. But I, I think that that would be a good idea, actually, to maybe send a Christmas card. I guess uh, I'm kind of in a, a good position where 
uh, I don't actually need to do that with my clients right now. You know, I think often people do that to remind people like, hey, I'm still going and Merry Christmas. Um, but I don't need to do that right now. I guess I could do it for genuine reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, I just haven't really thought, thought about doing that. Oh, fantastic. And finally, um, are you are you ready for Christmas? Uh, like in terms of, are you have you done your shopping? Have you done all your prep? Uh, I'm really bad at stuff like this. So like, I always uh, go shopping like on Christmas Eve. Uh, I think people think that's a classically male thing. But I think a lot of women do that as well. Um, I've, I, I have said to myself because I've recently moved into the city centre that now I have the opportunity to just pop into town, but I still haven't done it. <laughs> so I'm hoping <laughs> that next week. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Raul, thank you, Sarah. Have a good Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas. Okay, so now we're going to speak to Kate. So, Kate, could you start by introducing yourself and your business? Yeah. Hi, I'm Kate Morehouse, and I'm a freelance graphic designer. I mainly help small businesses, small startups, that kind of thing. I do work with medium to large companies, but prefer the small, small, intimate companies work with what up to five people that's my preferred way of working really love it and Kate do those clients and those small businesses as they are quite small they have to keep it going do they expect you to be available over Christmas or are they also shutting down I'm finding that everyone is at a stage now where they want to have a break so I have spoken to people already to say what hours are you planning on working and I think we're all in the same boat where the plan is to have a proper break, whether that will happen. I love my job so much that I tend to always get on the computer over the weekend or do a bit of drawing or that you never really switch off, do you? But it's at least I've spoken to the clients and we're all in that similar vein where we'd prefer to have a break. Whether the, you maybe want to ask me after in January whether it happens or not, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so, so yeah, how are you going to manage it? How much work are you going to do over that period? And how are you going to make sure you do get that break? So oh, by preempting the timelines of the projects with the clients already, I've, I've, I have said that I, I am going to have a break and they are too. So if I do a little bit beforehand, that's a bonus. So I've already said, look, I'm not free till first second week in January now I will always get ahead because I, I, I like to and I really enjoy it but then I also feel more in control I don't feel like I'm chasing work which I absolutely hate um, so if I can get ahead then I would I would like to do that yeah and, and finally a fun question then what's your favorite Christmas song definitely Chris Rea driving home for Christmas because um, I used to, when I was employed, um, I used to work so much and then having that cut off was the final um, straw really. It was right, close down the computer, drive home and it was always on as I was driving home from work. So that was my then time to switch on to Christmas time. Perfect, well thank you Kate and happy Christmas to you. Now we're going to speak to Mark. Mark, could you start by introducing yourself and your company? Hi, yes, yeah, so my name's Mark. I run the Electric Code Company, a freelance web development, web design agency, currently based in Manchester, but about to relocate to Folkestone in Kent. 
Yeah, a big move for you in the new year, which should, which should be exciting stuff. So with that in mind, Mark, over Christmas, are you going to be um, treating as a normal work period or are you going to be using this opportunity to take a break or are you going to be frantically moving house? I don't know. So yeah, I do normally take Christmas as a break. So I'll try and wind work up by about the 20th of December with a view to coming back first week of January. Obviously this year it's a bit different. I need all that time just for sorting the house out and we've got a lot of decorating to do. So it's going to be a bit hectic this year, but from a web design point of view, that will stop on the 20th, 21st of December and that'll be it then until January. And how do you tee that up with, with clients? So generally, I'll give them quite a long heads up on that and explain that if they want anything delivering before the end of the year, I really need to be doing it at the end of November at the latest. Um, most clients are actually happy to wait until January, but I'd just give them a big heads up on it, explain what I'm doing and make sure we work a schedule out around that, really. Okay, and that works. Brilliant. Yeah, okay, fantastic. Um, Mark, if you could receive anything for Christmas, what would it be? A fun Christmas question. <laughs> I honestly don't know. You know what? I would say probably another six pugs. <laughs> Six pugs, that sounds messy. Okay, brilliant. Well, excellent. Thank you, Martin. Have a fantastic Christmas. I hope you get your six pugs. <laughs> Well, we've hoped you enjoyed it, everybody. That's all from us for now. Uh, bye from me. And goodbye from me. We wish, we wish you a Merry Christmas and festive season, and we'll speak to you in 2019. And remember, if you want to keep up to date with all of our future episodes, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bye. Bye.